When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Book your flu vaccination online today at chemistwarehouse.co.nz. This is Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Oh, I tell you what, looking forward to Saturday night, it is the Chiefs at home to the Crusaders, first round of Super Rugby, and it was the Chiefs who beat the Crusaders down in Christchurch, and it is the Chiefs who so far are unbeaten. They have been simply outstanding individually and cohesively. In this half hour, we do celebrate Chiefs. It is called Chiefs Mana, man who once captained them, also played 79 tests for the All Blacks, joins us somewhere down towards Wellington. Ian Carmo-Jones, good evening. Welcome. Yeah, good evening, Wadok. And the Cavity Coast at the moment, mate, I've had a blast uh, today on the Dewdrop Hope Challenge. This is the triathlon from the top of the country, Cape of the Anger to Parliament tomorrow raising funds and awareness with uh, Mike King for his Gumboot Friday. And it's been um, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, really, Wado. It's been absolutely inspiring. Yeah, and people, of course, can just simply text the word boots and I'll get you to give us the number and that'll automatically give a $3 donation. And this is about trying to raise around half a million dollars and get sort of four to four and a half thousand free counselling sessions for our youth. So what is that text number, Carmo? Yeah, 469. They can text boots, B-O-O-T-S to 469, automatic $3 donation, and that $3 goes directly to free counselling for our youth. And, mate, is absolutely needed. We want our youth to get counselling. We want the stigma, really, of reaching out and getting counselling um, to diminish. It should be a natural part of what our kids go through. And if they don't want to go through counselling and you can't talk to the kids, make sure your kids can reach out to someone else. Uh, a sister, a brother, an auntie, uh, a neighbour, someone who they trust, um, mm. and, and that is just as good as well. We're just wanting to raise awareness, make sure that kids are safe, and that New Zealand really has their back. But, mate, we had a blast today. We went from Foxton Beach into Wellington, uh, a touch over 100 k so the last big bike day, but on the expressway for most of it, a nice tailwind, which uh, always helps, and uh, me and uh, Rick Wells cranked out some Ks. No, fantastic, fantastic. No, looking forward to sort of catching up and looking forward to sort of reminiscing those entire 16 days and the amount of money that you guys have raised. Uh, Carmo, let's talk some Super Rugby because we saw Friday night the Chiefs beat the draw. Now, I think everybody knew the Chiefs were going to beat the draw. They ended up winning 50-17. So when you maybe come up against a team where I think people are expecting you to put 40 or 50 points on, how do you gauge the overall performance of the Chiefs? Well, can I firstly start by saying how wonderful it is to have the Fijians in this competition. The colour, the noise, the entertainment, both the team and the supporters bring are just what Super Rugby absolutely needs. We are in the entertainment industry. It's not just what you see on the field. It's what the colour we can bring. Uh, I wasn't at the game live, of course. I watched it on my TV screens, but you could just feel this wonderful atmosphere. So... You know, when we look at expanding and we look at who should be playing, it's not just about how they will compete. 
is what colour they'll bring. And the Fijians, boy, did they bring some colour. Uh, how do you gauge a performance like that? Uh, what? It, well, first you gauge how are the players that we're introducing into the squad, the Bryn Gatlins of the world, those types of Tier 2 players, how they stick into the game plans. Are they just doing the job that they're required to do and not below, not above that? I believe if you stick to what you individually asked to do and collectively the team puts on a performance like they did, then as a coaching staff, regardless of the scoreline, you have to say it's a success. Carmo, mm. this weekend you take on the Crusaders. Uh, you're unbeaten so far, but it's the Crusaders and you can't underestimate them. I mean, the Blues beat the Crusaders last year in round robin, came to the Super Rugby final at Eden Park. There was a guy in the background for the Crusaders by the name of Scott Hansen, who the day they lost to the Blues thought, hey, we're going to meet these guys in the final. Went away and did some serious homework and, as they say, the rest is history. Now, I'd imagine after that first loss to the Chiefs, they have put some resource into how they now need to beat this Chiefs team. Um, it, 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 would that be a fair analysis? And do you feel that the Chiefs could be ambushed this weekend? How do you beat the Chiefs? Well, how do you beat the Chiefs? I guess it's got to be more physical than they are at the breakdown. I mean, that's one of the real traits, isn't it, of the Chiefs at the moment with Takahaho, um, Retellick, um, Finau, the big number six, is playing well, Peter Gus, number eight. So they have big men. Um, so the physicality that the, and the numbers that the Chiefs are throwing at the breakdown, which means his speed of, of ruck ball is really quick, which allows Dave McKenzie to run onto the ball, and it flows from there. If you have the firepower, um, and that's the debate and the question, isn't it, that we're going to see uh, this weekend, have the Crusaders got the physical firepower to slow down the mm. ruck ball of the Chiefs? So that would be one area up. I think the Chiefs dominated in round one down in Christchurch. Uh, in one area, of course, the Crusaders will want to throw in bodies uh, at the breakdown. But the more bodies what are you throw at the ruck to combat the speed of the Chiefs ball, the less bodies you have defensively. So uh, are, they gonna, are they willing to have that trade-off to slow down the ruck ball and uh, risk uh, a mismatch? Uh, which Damien Kenzie is very, very good at uh, spotting, as is Sean Stevenson, uh, and get beaten on the outside. So that's very intriguing. But I have to say, because this is a Chiefs man and we're going out to the Chiefs region, we need big numbers there. Home advantage is a thing. The 16th man, which is the crowd, is a thing. Let's get along there in numbers, uh, support our boys, and get them across the line. Okay, do you start... Peter Gus Sawakula at eight, or do you go with Luke Jacobson because Peter Gus Sawakula are brilliant the other night? Yeah, and I think the way, I've got to say, the way uh, Finau, the new number six, has kind of stepped up to the mark, he's involved in everything, eh? He's got that physicality we want. You know, we're really after him, which Luke Jacobson clearly brings with his defensive qualities, uh, very strong. So that's, uh, that's the balance we're looking for. And the loose forwards, how do we want the balance? Clearly, Sam Kane's going to be your seven. But how does we get a six and eight to complement what Sam Kane does? At the moment, on form, uh, I think Finau deserves a shot at six, which means the balance of the squad, you probably need a Peter Gus uh, at eight and Luke Jackson potentially being a, a bench player who can cover well, all three, but really six and eight if needed because... They're going to be fatigued defensively, the Chiefs. They will be under the pump. We know that, as we'll be putting the Crusaders under the pump. But if you can just exhaust yourself and then bring on a guy like Luke Jacobson, 
well, that is a real bonus for the Chiefs. So they've got the depth, but then I've been so impressed with Finau. Athletic, uh, defensively, he's he's making some real good reads, uh, involved in a lot of the action, uh, and that would be my least forward makeup. Okay, Kama, let's talk about your locks because we know Brody Retallick will start. We had Selby Rickett start in the five jersey against the Fiji and drew it. Josh Lord coming off the bench. You've also got Vaya there who came on and replaced Retallick in the number uh, four jersey. Who are your starting locks and who do you bring off the bench? Well, we've got the luxury of three All Blacks there, haven't we? Um, and so good to see the big man, uh, Josh Lord, back. He hasn't had the game time at that level to, in my opinion, anyhow, start him in such a key game like this uh, against Crusaders. Tupo is just once more, we talked about female energy. Energy is a wonderful thing because when a player has energy, what, as you know, that uh, that flows through to the other team and they, they, they live on that drive and they live on that energy and the noise that Finau and Vai uh, are producing and his combination uh, with Brody Retallick, they understand each other's roles. Brody's playing a little bit tighter um, that we know, allowing Tuba Vade to play a little bit wider, which he's so athletic at. So uh, my my locks uh, in this key game, and it is a key game because mm. whilst they got some some points in the bank, the Chiefs and still look likely to to secure some home advantage through the playoffs, you just want to beat your opposition to put that some doubt on the opposition head if you're about to play them later on in the season. So this is a key game. You don't lose Super Rugby games at home. You can lose the odd one away and still manage to get to the playoff, but your fortress is your home, uh, which is why it's such a key game. You are listening to Chiefs Mana, Mark Watson alongside of me, All Black great Ian Jones. We are going to take a break. We're going to come back with more. We'll get Camo to give us his DHL Chiefs Player of the Week and, of course, his DHL Super Rugby Player of the Round. Uh, Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances, the DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. It is 12 minutes away from 8 o'clock. We are talking all things Chiefs Super Rugby. This is called Chiefs Minor. Former Raw Black and Chiefs Captain Ian Jones is my co-host. Uh, Carmo, uh, your DHL player of the round in regards to the Chiefs from the game against the Fiji and Drua? Yeah, this was, uh, I had to debate watching the game for this on Watto because plenty of standout performances, of course. Bryn Gatlin uh, really sound at 10. And just very quickly on that, Bring Gatlin at 10, it brings up that debate, doesn't it? I often have in my head about Dave McKenzie, 10 or 15. Mm. And I love Dave McKenzie at 15. Like I love Bowden Barrett at 15. I've made that point many, many times. And I just think for the makeup of the Chiefs, um, D-Mac's actually better at 10, with Sean Stevenson probably better at 15. But if um, McKenzie's going to be an all-black, I actually think he'd be better personally at 15 or an impact player coming off the bench, 10. Or 15. So it's, it's my, my views change a little bit depending on what team he plays for. But my player of the, the week for the Chiefs, a female I mentioned, was outstanding. But Daniel Rona, the centre, uh, was busy into anything. His ball carries were, were outstanding. And to be fair, I didn't watch a lot of young Rona last year for the NPC, but I've watched a lot of him play for the Chiefs. Um, I just love, yeah, once more that energy that he brings. Clearly, uh, Tackle bus, ball carrying ability, running in two hands, question of defence has been a real standout. And it just adds to our depth, don't you? Because let's not forget, we still have Anton, Leonard Brown and, uh, and Nankerville sitting there on the wings ready to come back and, 
adding once more to that depth. You know, when players, your own players, start to fatigue after that 50, 60 minute mark, to bring on a player of similar uh, ability is a real bonus that the Chiefs have got. Yeah, yeah look, um, don't disagree. And uh, interesting discussion we did on the rugby run on the weekend, just talking about Damien McKenzie, because I actually think he's the form first five in the country at the moment. And um, it was interesting just having some other rugby pundits talking about his ability to take it to the line. Uh, just what what does a first, what is the benefit of a first five taking it to the line? What does it do to the opposition? Well, holds in that inside defence. But the reason why I question him, uh, at all black level, at test level, up against the French, the Irish, uh, the South Africans, is are we going to get the domination that the Chiefs pack are getting with that fast uh, ball to allow them to run laterally, so not straight like uh, Richard Mwanga. So Richard Mwanga's a lot straighter lines than, than Damien McKenzie. And if we can't get that, that quick ball, can't get that ball over the gain line at test level, and DMAC's going to run sideways, well, we'll just push everyone to the side and we won't get over the gain line. So I guess, for me, that's a debate people should have. And we just can't say, because he's doing it behind a dominant Chiefs pack at super rugby level, he'll do it at all black level, uh, when maybe we're not having the same domination. Um, and that, that, to me, is a real question. So they're not like for like. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, running straight, holding in the inside defence to allow... Some space on the outside is really the key uh, for those running tens. Okay, Camo. Look, I, I just want to again acknowledge DHL for their support and um, commercial partnership with with these particular shows. Putting the Chiefs, or not necessarily, it could be the same player, but who's your DHL Super Rugby Player of the Round? Yeah, well, to be fair, the only other game I watched was the Crusaders because I knew we were playing them this coming uh, weekend. So I just wanted to get my head around what was happening. Harvelli was very good defensively at 12, so you know maybe that's a player we're going to really have to watch. But uh, the big fella, the big lock, um, always go back to the tight fives, but Dominic Gardner is, uh, you know, he's very athletic. He's not as big a man as Brody Retallick, but gee, he gets around the paddock. I'd love to know what his, um, his numbers are, hitting both attacking and defensive rucks. So yeah, his energy is good. Um, his his work rate is outstanding, um, and his matchup against well, I guess Brody Retallick this coming weekend will be one one of many that uh, should get punters pretty excited. Yeah, uh, I mean this is a game. This this game this weekend is one. Uh, this Chiefs going back to the Chiefs Crusaders game. They're just some wonderful matchups, aren't they? I mean, you just mentioned the two first fives in this country, Richie Mwanga up against Damien McKenzie. Um, you know, if we go back to the probables versus the possibles, North versus South, it's almost got that feel about it in key positions, hasn't it? Well, you think you put yourself in Crusader's shoes, beaten in round one, um, you know, had some struggles uh, during the competition, but to go up to Hamilton and beat the number one team in the competition, what an absolute springboard of confidence that would be. And that would then they would bring into their huddle in the, the sheds afterwards. Scott Robinson would say, this is our benchmark. This is our springboard. From here, we go through unbeaten and we're on a roll. That's exactly what he'll be saying. On the other hand, if they get beaten by the, by the Chiefs at home and they've done all the analysis after round one, then they sit there and go, okay, now what? How do I find the answers to when we play these guys mm. during the playoff? And it just puts some doubt. No matter how much they talk it up, and say it's just a round-robin match, and it doesn't matter. 
the Chiefs put whatever number it is on them, but a victory, there is doubt. We've tried twice, we've analysed the bejesus out of these guys, and we still can't get an answer. That's what's so important for a home game, for the Chiefs fans to get there, for the Chiefs to roll up their sleeves. It's the physicality. Don't go outside of what we know. Numbers, speed, McKenzie, you know, mm. pulling the strings and then, you know, taking advantage. The one thing we do need to watch out for, which we failed against the Blues, ability from kickoffs to get out of our half. Once you get out of your half, you can start to play. People remember that Blues game. We couldn't get out of the half, conceded points, which, which meant it was tighter than it should have been. Mm, it's nice when you're unbeaten. It's again, it's up to the Crusaders to adjust their game to the way the Chiefs are playing, not the other way around. Carmo, look, we've literally got about 30 seconds, mate. So, look, I know the Dewdrop Hope Challenge uh, comes to an end tomorrow. Frank Kitts Park, around about one o'clock for the public. Mike King's going to lead a hickory from two to the streets, to the stairs of Parliament building. Just, just a quick summation again, 30 seconds. Yep, very quickly, if you're in the area, we're going to hop in at the Freiburg Pool, the beach there at Freiburg, at about 12 o'clock, swim across and under into Frank Kitts Park. Welcome to join us. At 1pm, uh, we'll have a barbecue there, come and meet the team. Mike King will then lead us up to the stairs of Parliament, where at 2 o'clock, he will present what he believes is the hand of hope. The hope that out there, we can together make a difference and change uh, make our, our kids believe that they will change the world. Ian Jones, privilege and a pleasure. Thank you. Good luck tomorrow. Cheers, bud. Bye. It is four minutes away from eight o'clock. You're listening to SENZ, counting down to live coverage of the Warriors taking on the storm from Amy Park in Melbourne.